Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your golf insiders on ESPN 1080, the team. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, your host, Holly G, along with a packed house here in the studio, and my band of brothers, a few Mm -hmm. uh, of my favorite major winners in the golf media, sitting in for Rich B while he's uh, taking a little time off. Michael Jameson from the International Network of Golf. Michael, it's great to have you here. Thank you, Holly. And Sean Gorgon. PGA Class A professional extraordinaire from the North Florida PGA section and the owner of the whole game of golf, Golf School. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, everybody. And uh, so good to have you all in the house. We are on the eve of the PGA Championship, the fourth major of the year. And uh, as a PGA member, Sean Gorgon, uh, this is the the big show for the PGA. And uh, tell us a little bit about how uh, this is is special because uh, 20 players actually qualified to get in through the uh, Professional National Club Championship at Monterey uh, a couple weeks, a few weeks ago. And one of our own um, from the North Florida PGA. Um, Rod Perry, who finished second in it, Holly and Mike, um, is representing the North Florida PGA and the PGA of America out there this week. And, and he's uh, from Daytona Beach, correct? Yes, he is. Uh-huh. Well, that's very exciting. And I know you've been part of this process, Sean, uh-huh. uh, having yes. been a, a member for uh, a few years. We won't give away your tender age. But, um, you know, this is a, this is the, the big show, just as for uh, some that uh, qualify for the U.S. Open. This is um, strictly for the PGA Club professionals around the country to get their chance at the at the big uh, – big game the big championship and um it's you know a tribute to the association and its membership and all that they do and that and for the Ryder cup too it's just such a special event fourth major of the year the last one and uh we're just very grateful for all the the pga america does representing and putting this on and and the players and volunteers and everybody thanks Fantastic. Well, we are not going to delay because we have a full lineup tonight. Uh, Many of our golf insiders calling in from Kiowa Island, which is the site of the PGA Championship. And we've got our first uh, big dog calling in, one of our favorites from the Golf Channel, Todd Lewis on the line. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing great. We have uh, one of your buddies, Mike Jameson, sitting in here at the mic. Hello, Todd. Ah. Been a hey, long time. Good. How are you? Uh, I'm hot and sticky, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. How's the uh, How's the weather? I know there was there were some storms up there earlier today, Todd. Yeah, it's been. I mean, pretty much all of the morning, uh, we had thunderstorms and rain. Uh, players and spectators were taken off the golf course for a little while. Uh, then it rained pretty much all morning from about nine to well, actually close to one. Um, but the skies cleared. Early afternoon, players out on the golf course. Interestingly, um, there were some storms yesterday too, and a lot of players haven't seen this golf course. They haven't, you know, set foot on Kiowa Island, so they, they're trying to learn a Pete Dye layout and all of its unique nuances that Pete Dye delivers in his designs. Uh, you combine that with the weather that is so unpredictable here. You combine that with the fact that there are no bunkers; there are sandy areas, meaning that. 
If a ball lands in a sandy area, you can move a loose impediment. You can take a full practice swing, which you'll see this week. You can actually ground your club lightly. Uh, you've got these greens. They're past palum greens. Uh, this is the first time a major championship has been held with past palum putting services, which is kind of a, a tackier grass, which will grab a lot of the chips. They roll pretty smooth, but they are different. Players have not putted on these uh, hardly at all. I've mean, seen some in Asia. It's not on the PGA Tour, so it's a unique grass to a lot of these players. So that being said, I mean, these, these players are going to still learn, I mean, the fundamentals, not, not, the, not the idiosyncrasies, the fundamentals of this golf course when they step on the first tee for round number one on Thursday. Well, it, it is a Lynx design, and uh, as many like to refer to Pete Dye, a diabolical design of Pete Dye, more seaside holes, I think, than any other course uh, in, in the U.S. And, uh, of course, you've got the wind factor, and uh, having played that course a few times myself, I know you can, you can have an eight-club difference on some holes depending on the day. Yeah, I mean, generally, the, the, this is a, a course that runs along the coastline, there's one hole that actually runs out into the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, but the wind is going to be the, the thing that, that is going to be the big player here. But let's not forget, this is a long golf course. As a matter of fact, this is the biggest ballpark in major championship history, 7,676 yards. And, and you, you know, you add that into the mix. So, I mean, it's going to be a true test of golf. If, if the wind is blowing, which right now it's not predicted to blow hard, um, but if it does, I mean, you're going to see over par win this event. Well, as some may have remembered, uh, the Ryder Cup was played there in 1991, and um, it proved to be quite a test. They say the course is a little soft from some of the rain and that it's going to be a bomber's paradise. So uh, let's uh, get your thoughts on that, and who do you think that's going to favor? Well, I do think it's going to be a big hitter's, um, big hitter's course, I, I, and, you know, that brings a lot of players in the mix. Uh, well, I wouldn't say a lot. I, I think it actually it cuts the field in half, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, I, I mean the Bubba Watsons, the Louis Oosthuizens, um, I mean, the Tiger Woods, he could pop it out there. He's hitting T.D. Green pretty well right now, and he found a little bit of his putter uh, over the weekend at Firestone. Um, so, you know, Luke Donald's of the world, he's not a medium hitter. I mean, he's, he's going to have to uh, have a great ball-striking week to be there. Um, you know, Roy McIlroy good player, high ball hitter, and hit on these soft greens as long as the wind's not blowing. So, yeah, I, I do think you have to be a big hitter this week because the course is soft and it's long to generally be in the mix, but there will be some exceptions. You mentioned uh, the the finish at uh, Bridgestone, uh, Keegan Bradley. Uh, maybe some bad karma there winning the week before a major and also being defending champion. Do you think uh, he's he's got a shot? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding he hits the ball from here to Clemson. I mean, he, he's long. He's got confidence. Um, you know, and uh, I, I mean, let me think. He's won this championship before. He won last week. Yeah, I, Keegan Bradley's in the mix. I mean, he, he, he made the Ryder Cup team last week with his victory. I mean, not mathematically. There's still, I guess, a shot he's not in. But, but essentially, he's made the team. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's riding high. He feels good about where he is and how his game is going. It's different when you're a major champion and you're coming here to repeat because you're not coming back to the same golf course. You're, you're going to a different part of the country for these guys. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you do feel a little bit of pressure, but I don't think you feel 
as weird as that sounds, you don't, I get the sense these players don't feel as much pressure because it's an entirely different environment for these guys when they play one major championship one year, and if they win, then they're fortunate enough to defend the next year. Yeah, and I think that certainly um, seems to be indicative by the fact that we have now had 16 different winners in the last 16 majors. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this a lot. That's the parity of the game. It's the concentration of global golf. There's so many good players right now, uh, kind of from top to bottom at any major tournament, especially on the PGA Tour, but you can see it also in the European Tour. I mean, it's just good. The game has grown so much globally, and we can blame the guy who wears the red shirt on Sunday. I shouldn't say blame. We should thank him for growing the game and bringing all these great young players who, who have come out. I mean, it's interesting. We were just talking about this today in our meeting. It used to be when players came out on tour when they were young, take them a year or two to kind of get their feet wet and kind of figure out what they're going to do and where they're going. Not, not, this is not that way anymore. These guys come out of the gate, and they expect to win. I mean, you mentioned Keegan Bradley. You know, look at, look at what he did. I mean, all those rookies that won last year and rookies this year. Look at the young man Ben Cole on the Web.com tour. He turned professional his first professional event, web.com event in Columbus, he won that. The next week, which was actually the last week in Nebraska, the Cox Classic, he won that. His first two professional events on the web.com tour, which is a very nice tour, he won. He's undefeated as a pro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's going to be playing on the PGA Tour next year. So that's the mindset these young players have. They're not intimidated at all by turning professional and kind of like weaning themselves into – uh, getting a victory, they're ready to go right out of the gate. Well, the intensity you saw in Keegan Bradley's face on the 18th green last Sunday, I think re- reflects the fact that, the, that they're ready to win right when they come on. They're they're not intimidated anymore. They're, they step right up and play. You're exactly right, Mike, and I think a little bit of that is the fact that, I mean, right or wrong, I mean, people look at Tiger now not as the, the dominant cat in the pack anymore. I mean, he is a good player. He's actually a very good player, number two in the world. But he is no longer on top of that mountain, seeming invincible. Um, so I think these players, you know, feel like they can go toe-to-toe with Tiger Woods right now. And, and, and if he is the barometer of what greatness is, then they feel like they're right in the mix. I'm just as good as he is. And, you know, they're proving it at times, too. Now, Tiger's won three times this year. He's having a phenomenal year, but he's still looking for a major championship, which we measure great players by. But, uh, but I do, I sense that out here a lot. Everybody in that locker room feels when they, put it, when they put a team in the ground on the first day of any tournament, it seems like every player feels like they can win that event. Well, the guy who was the bridesmaid last year at the PGA Championship, Jason Duffner, of course, um, you know, having a pretty good year. What do you think his chances are? I think Duff, yeah, he's got the mentality, a good major, men, uh, major championship mentality. You know, he's got uh, a pulse rate at about 40. Uh, <laughs> nothing really bothers him. Um, he's actually... And a know, beautiful new wife. Exact, beautiful new wife, that's right. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Hey, you know, he's got, he's got a, a, a quick quick kind of short swing, but it's actually pretty powerful. I mean, he can put the ball out there as well. So, yeah, I mean, I like his chance. There aren't too many people, to be honest with you, out here that I don't like. <laughs> because it's so, cause I don't think this golf course, I mean, because it's just so unpredictable. I mean, it, this, this golf course, Pete Dye, the sandy areas, the new grass, the wind. 
you know, I, I do think a big hitter is going to benefit them more, a little more because of the rain and the length. But you know, I mean that. Yeah, I mean they're about fifty guys I like here. Well, we As a matter of fact, I'll, I'll tell you a little secret. Here's a little Golf Channel insider. Had a cookout. We had, we're staying on the island Monday night. We had a cookout and about ten, fifteen producers, talent. You know, all the people that are heavily involved, the spinal cord of the Golf Channel. We were there, and we were talking about who's going to win. And there was, I mean, it, it was, there were 12 people there, and there were 12 different opinions. So it's so much so that we all put a dollar down, and we took a, a different guy, and we're going to find out come Sunday who's going to collect that, that, those $12. You <laughs> so, hear that, Mike? That Todd Lewis put a dollar down? Can you I, believe it? I expect for that dollar to be buying me a beer next week when you get back in the town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, if, so it's fun. We, we were just about, we're just as passionate here about who we, you know, just as much as the fans are at the Golf Channel, who we like, who we don't like, who, does this, does this guy fit this course or not? So, you know, it's, we're, we're fans, too. Absolutely, and just great coverage as always. So, uh, let our listeners know what uh, the golf, what we can expect from the Golf Channel the rest of the week. Well, I, t- tonight some, something special, especially for me, um, live from the PGA Championship at the top of the hour at seven o'clock. I've spent, along with my producers Christy Sitaro and, and a great crew, we've spent a good two to three weeks interviewing some of the world's best players about the hot button topic right now in the game that will affect players on a professional and an amateur level, and that is anchoring of the putter. We've got a nine-and-a-half-minute piece that is going to present opinions. We don't, we're just throwing all the opinions out there. We're covering all the bases from the RNA USGA's perspective to the local amateur's perspective and showing what are the reasons that this is the debate, why this is so emotional, and, and the things and the ramifications that could come um, from this if they decide to ban anchor, uh, anchoring the putter. So... It's a wonderful piece. Uh, I encourage everyone to watch it if you love the game because it is a big, big emotional topic that uh, is going to continue through the end of this year. Great stuff, Todd. We've been talking about it here on the Golf Insiders as well. And as always, uh, the Golf Channel going deep and just providing such great coverage uh, for golf fans everywhere. We thanks for you for taking a few minutes with us. We know you're busy, and uh, we appreciate it. Before you go, who's your pick on Sunday? I don't know. You know what? I, I tell you who I took in the pool. Come on, I'll, I'll up it to two dollars. Come on. I, I, I took as weird as this may sound. I took Nicholas Colsart. Ooh, I have him from in my Belgium. Pool too. Whoa! He's from Belgium. He's a big hitter. He's trying to make the European Ryder Cup team. Uh, he's played well in major championships. I, I went out on a limb a little bit and took a European because the PGA Championship, for whatever reason has these unique guys that you sometimes have never heard of, i.e. Keegan Bradley. And why you other great players. And, yeah, and they, and they somehow win the PGA Championship. So I'm, I took Nicholas Coulthard. I'm with Probably you. Probably going to miss the cut. But you know what? I'm taking a stand. All right. We like that. Going out on the skinny branches. <laughs> all right. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Check him out all this week. Great coverage coming from Kiowa Island. You're listening Thanks, to the guys. Golf Insiders night. 1080 ESPN Orlando. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. 
Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the full-release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full-release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full-release Sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Golfers, have you discovered Swing Wing? It's the 6-in-1 inflatable power swing trainer. The Swing Wing power trainer will make you hit it longer and stronger. Swing Wing's patented design provides wind resistance training that will improve your tempo, increase your club head speed, and get you more distance. If you're tired of big and bulky training aids, the Swing Wing is the answer. It's simple and easy to use. Just inflate it, slide it onto your club, and swing away. Swing Wing is perfect for warming up before practice or play. With just 10 swings, you're ready to smash it down the fairway. The Swing Wing 6-in-1 Trainer helps eliminate bad habits like scooping, flying elbow, and more. The Swing Wing will improve your arm position, swing plane, and full body turn. Hit it longer and stronger. Buy the Swing Wing now for just $29.99. The Swing Wing 6-in-1 Power Trainer to no-brainer. Just $29.99. Get more distance and control. Order your Swing Wing today. Go to SwingWingGolf.com. SwingWingGolf.com. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggles. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Your host, Holly G, along with Mike Jameson from the International Network of Golf and my cousin, Sean Gorgon, Class <laughs> A PGA professional and teaching pro at the whole game of golf Boom. academy <laughs> sean the pga championship yes who's your pick i like adam scott dustin johnson robert garrigus and uh hey maybe bubba will switch from pink to light green or lime green maybe what do you think holly Bubba? Yeah. This could this could <laughs> certainly favor Bubba. Um, I can't think of anybody uh, where long and strong is going to be important this week out at Kiowa. And we're going to go back to Kiowa Island right now to check in with another one of our golf insiders from the press room, our main man from the Orlando Sentinel, Jeff Shane. Hey, my friend. Hey, how are you guys? We are Very doing good. great. So uh, 
I know there's been some weather up there. Some of the guys haven't gotten to play as many holes as they probably would have liked to at this point. The ocean course certainly getting a lot of attention. Um, is it going to be about uh, long, long hitters, or the golf course is going to beat the players? Well, I think it's, it's really up to what Kerry Haig wants to do with the PGA of America. The thing about the ocean course is that the holes have as many as six different tees. And so uh, kind of like what uh, Mike Davis does with the, UC, uh, with the USGA. If, uh, if they want to uh, take some uh, more liberties than maybe they usually do in setting up some holes and making the holes look a little different, uh, Kerry's going to have that opportunity. And certainly with uh, the weather that's in the forecast and, and just you know, kind of the typical weather at Kiowa, uh, I think Kerry's going to have to be really careful about how he sets this up, A, to get guys around quickly in rounds one and two, and then B, uh, not, to, not to have the wind, which we are expecting Friday, Saturday, and maybe on Sunday, uh, to, to really uh, play havoc with guys uh, as, the, as, as the tournament goes on. Well, it's certainly a course that requires ingenuity and imagination, and probably the biggest word may be adaptation as the weather changes, Jeff. Um, is, are we supposed to have storms? What's, what's the prediction? Well, you know, the little caricatures that they put with, with all the forecasts for the day, every one of them is cloudbursts and lightning bolts. And uh, as I'm sure you've, you know, you've been told, uh, we had four stoppages of play yesterday for uh, at least thunder in the area. One was a big gully washer. We had another stoppage in play today. It, we've, there's been so much rain in the area the last 10 days. If we get any more, I'm going to start calling this tournament the downpour by the shore. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so sitting in on the press conferences, of course, I think a lot of the chatter has been about uh, which Tiger will show up this week. What's your sense of, of uh, Tiger's um, you know, state of mind at the moment? Well, I, I think that he's definitely encouraged by what happened over the weekend at Akron. He, he was not putting well Thursday, Friday, but I uh, made some adjustments uh, in his posture and, uh, and his alignment and, and the putts that were not going in on Thursday and Friday, some of them actually started to go in Saturday and Sunday. He made uh, a couple of long ones. I think he made three, three of them from uh, 20 foot or beyond on Saturday. He, they, they were quite so long on Sunday, but he was starting to – you know, get at least a few of those, uh, you know, 15-foot putts in that range to start going. If that happens, he, he's going to be encouraged and, and uh, you know, maybe be able to ride a little bit of a, of a hot streak. Uh, he's still got to be able to hit the ball well. He has been, his ball striking has really been pretty good, you know, the last, uh, the last X number of, of, of tournaments. But uh, one thing that somebody mentioned, and I at least have to keep it in the back of your mind, is that uh, Tiger, when he's played Pete Dye courses, has just never fared that well for whatever reason. You know, whether it's been whistling straights or sawgrass, he's only got one win at sawgrass. Uh, so, you know, there, maybe uh, maybe there, there's a little kryptonite uh, somewhere uh, buried in the uh, marshes of Kiowa Island. Yeah, great, great point, Jeff. Um, let's. Uh kind of look back from Sunday in the Bridgestone, Furick not being able to finish the deal again. This is such a surprise given, you know, what a competitor this guy is and how steely he normally is. What do you think is uh, going on there with Jim? Yeah, I I think that uh, it might be one of those situations, you know, Jim's 42 now, and uh, he does have his major championship, and he's got a couple of other, you know, good wins over the course of his career. 
but uh, as, as he, I think as anyone gets older, you somewhere in the back of your mind, there's a part of you that thinks, well, how much longer uh, is this going to hold out? And the next time I'm in contention, you know, is this the last chance I'm going to get to contend in a major or, or something like that? And uh, I just think that, you know, Jim has been striking the ball really well all the way back to, to March. He got into the playoff of the Transitions Championship, and, and, and he's been really a consistent player, but it's only on Sunday and, and late on Sunday. And I just wonder if he's gotten to the point where, like a lot of players, uh, he just maybe is trying too hard and is trying to be too fine in his shots. I mean, you know, you ask Keegan Bradley uh, after after the Bridgestone, you know, would, would you rather had your lie next to the green on 18 or Jim's lie? And he said, I would rather have Jim's. But, you know, Jim came in a little too steep, caught it a little too high on the, on the club head, and, you know, didn't even get it to the green. And it's just it's those little mistakes where you're trying to be too fine, perhaps, Hey, hey, uh, Jeff. All of a sudden. Hey, Jeff, this is uh, Sean Gorgon, PGA Pro, and you had a great point as far as Jim in the U.S. Open and in the World, you know, World Golf event last week trying too hard and getting just a little too cute, a little too focused all the whole, whole day, and then boom, oh, maybe almost. Do you think he's out of emotional or uh, mental energy as far as 16, 17, and 18 is going there, Jeff? Well, I did make I, I did make the comment. Uh, I think Jim was just finishing up seventeen, and and seventeen didn't look very good for for Jim either. And I said, I wonder if his five hour energy is worn off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you need six hours, huh? <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, sometimes you need that that little extra tweak, I suppose. But uh, uh, it, it, it's I think it's just you know one of those situations. Yeah, you know, you grip the club a little too tight. You know, maybe you bring the club a little too far back. I and mean, Sean, you can probably yeah. uh, describe it all better than I can. Oh, yeah, uh, that, just, that you just get a little tight. You just get a little too cute, and I've been there too before. Just, just trying that little bit too fine, hitting the bunker shot from the sand. Just that he's, you know, he's got a two foot margin, and he misses the spot by nine inches, and he's in the rough. Boom. Yeah, and, that, and sometimes that's all it takes, especially on a on a. Uh, a bigger profile course, whether it's a major or world golf championships event. Well, so a guy who seems cool, cool as a cucumber, and just enjoying the moment. His press conference after his win, Keegan Bradley. Um, you know, this guy is just so fun to listen to, so in the moment. And uh, you know, a lot of talk about chances of repeating back to back. You know, pretty slim, but he he seems like a guy that just could go out there and do it. Well, it's certainly possible. I will say this about Keegan. I don't know how many wins we're going to see Keegan Bradley get at, say, uh, the Phoenix Open or the Greenbrier Classic or the Byron Nelson. But it seems like when you get to the bigger profile events, World Golf Championships, Players' Championship, Majors, you start to see Keegan's Brad- Keegan Bradley's name a little bit more often. And, and, and there's something about the tougher courses, the bigger profile events that he seems to thrive on. And I think he, he has definitely got the chance to be one of those type players. We He's talk- very gritty. We're talking to she- Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, you know, in checking out some of... Uh, some of the picks online today used to be Jeff that we had the top ten. Now it seems people are going to the top twenty-five because we've got such parity. Who's your pick? <laughs> I think that this is the perfect storm for Dustin Johnson. Dustin's a South Carolina native. Spent uh, six years or so living up the highway in Myrtle Beach. Is certainly familiar 
with, uh, with all this coastal weather that we're getting and, and how to deal with it. He plays well in seaside, links-type conditions. He's won twice at Pebble Beach, was runner-up at the British last year, top 10 at the British this year. And maybe more, more important than anything, that little piece of paper that was left in his locker that said there are no bumpers <laughs> on this golf course this week. What goes around comes around. Absolutely. Perhaps um, it is shaping up for Dustin, and I think he would be, he would be a popular win. And uh, do, you, do you think it's going to be another first-time winner? That's 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 what you call a softball question. Well, you know, if, it, if it's Dustin Johnson, it, it's a first-time winner, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a couple of other guys that would be first-time winners: a Matt Kuchar, a, a Jason Duffner. Um, so I, I think the chances are, are very good that we'll see another one uh, at Kiowa. I think Kiowa is going to be very unpredictable, and sometimes that really lends itself to getting a first-time winner out of it. It's going to be a very exciting tournament. And as always, Jeff Shane, working hard up there in the press room. We appreciate your time. Check him out online, theorlandosentinel.com, and, you know, the official newspaper. You can still go out and buy him. Thanks so much, Jeff. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right, you're listening to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN Orlando. As we preview the PGA Championship, stay with us. We'll be right back. Golfers, have you discovered Swing Wing? It's the 6-in-1 inflatable power swing trainer. The Swing Wing power trainer will make you hit it longer and stronger. Swing Wing's patented design provides wind resistance training that will improve your tempo, increase your club head speed, and get you more distance. If you're tired of big and bulky training aids, the Swing Wing is the answer. It's simple and easy to use. Just inflate it, slide it onto your club, and swing away. Swing Wing is perfect for warming up before practice or play. We're just 10 swings, you're ready to smash it down the fairway. The Swing Wing 6-in-1 Trainer helps eliminate bad habits like scooping, flying elbow, and more. The Swing Wing will improve your arm position, swing plane, and full body turn. Hit it longer and stronger. Buy the Swing Wing now for just $29.99. The Swing Wing 6-in-1 Power Trainer, it's a no-brainer. Just $29.99. Get more distance and control. Order your Swing Wing today. Go to SwingWingGolf.com. SwingWingGolf.com. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Windsor Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the full-release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full-release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it and you will too. The full release sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective... Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah. Really not so lean to me. I got good. 
We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with Mike Jameson from the International Network of Golf and Sean Gorgon from the whole game of Golf Academy and PGA teaching professional. Hey, um, it's our fourth major Monday after the major coming up uh, at Shingle Creek. Uh, join Jerry O'Neill and Mike Tuck if you want to come out and play in this two-person golf scramble. It's an absolute blast. And um, 69 bucks includes golf, a sleeve of Titleist Pro V1s, on-course drinks, lunch, and a chance to win great prizes. Uh, if you want to come out, still plenty of time to sign up online at ESPNFlorida.com. It's a blast. 830 shotgun, and uh, this is a lot of fun. Mike Jameson, you and I have played a couple times. Yeah. Yes, I think we almost won one year, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, I remember that. that yes, cool. we did. It's it's a great tournament. So uh, sign up and come out and play uh, with the gang here at ESPN. And we're going to go now to one of our favorite golf insiders to talk about what it takes to get in the state of mind to win a major championship. And for that, we bring in one of our favorites, Dr. Bob Winters. Hey, Ooh. Dr. Bob. Hi, Holly. How are you? Great, great. Let's get right down to business. Um, all right. Well, first of all, let's talk about Jim Furyk and what happened again on Sunday. Well, I just think it's just like anything else. You know, when people talk about trying to protect a lead or maintain a lead, you've got other people that are free to play. And the whole point with Jim Furyk is he shot, what, a 69? Keegan Bradley shoots 64. And and I think we always have to remember, Holly and Mike and Sean, is that, you know, golf is, you know, if it's a four-round you know, total, it's 72 holes. There's not a scorer's tent after the 68th or 69th hole. You know, they actually pay up after the 72nd hole. And if we have a tie, we go into a sudden victory playoff. So it's not done until it's done. And I think that's really what every player on the tour whether the PGA, LPGA, European Tour, or wherever, everyone knows that, and you have nothing until you've signed your scorecard and turned it in. So, I mean, I think he shot a 69. I thought he did a good job. Uh, but I think Keegan Bradley shooting a 64, he just, you know, came from behind, and, and it happens all the time. Well, and as we often say, golf is a game of inches, and sometimes they can be very cruel in terms of uh, uh, the rub of the green and bad bounces and all the things that can happen um, in in golf, especially under that kind of pressure. Uh, but in you know particular, what you know, what do you see in terms of this year where we've had so many players that seem to not be able to finish it on Sunday? I, I think there's sort of a, a perceptual misunderstanding about, you know, really having the lead or defending your championship. Because the first thing you should probably do, if you have a lead, is to understand one thing. What you have done to that point in time is that you have put yourself in contention. Just because you have the lead and then you start to think, oh, I've got to sit on the lead or I have to maintain my lead, I think one of the very best things I'm trying to get all of the players that I work with, let's not even worry about the lead. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving forward. Because whenever you're trying to hold or maintain, you, you tend to become a little bit static. You, you start to become a little bit more conservative. And I'm just not saying it's not because they're not playing aggressive. But, you know, their state of mind is, I have to protect something. And any 
anytime you're actually static and trying to protect something, you're not free to go out and play. And that's exactly what happened to Adam Scott at the British Open. It's exactly what happened you know, to Ernie. Ernie was actually you know, having some mojo, having positive momentum coming down the stretch. And here he comes. He gets the seven under. And Adam Scott, what, at 14, was 10 under. But he goes bogey, 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 bogey. And really doesn't play bad golf, but he just feels it slipping away versus just being free to hit those shots. And, and it's a lot easier to talk about, Holly and Mike, as we all know. It's much easier to talk about. But you have to prepare yourself for these things so that when you go into these tournaments, you find yourself in contention. You've got to remind yourself, hey, we've got to continue playing. We've got to continue to execute. And if we do that, we'll be just fine. Hey, I'm uh, Dr. Bob. This is Sean Gorgon, PGA player and pro. Um, I have a question. What do you think um, Tiger Woods has to do to move forward and win this championship in your point of view? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, to, to remind himself what he's won three times this year. He probably is in contention for the PGA Player of the Year, for the Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, I mean, think about it. You know, here a year, year and a half ago, two years ago, people were saying, "Will Tiger ever win again?" And, and here he has. You know, he's put himself in contention many times. And I think what he has to do, Sean, is he has to let go of this triosity. I think he's trying so hard to win that 15th major, what you know, he needs to realize is that if he's putting himself in contention, what, that's confirmation that what Tiger Woods is doing is working. Yeah. Let's continue that process. But you know, what happens is you get caught up in the media, get caught up in the hype. You, you know, here we're coming into the PGA. You, know, you read all the, you know, the wordage, the verbiage about he hasn't won a major championship since 2008. This is golf, you know, last shot at glory. And you start getting caught up in all of this, and next thing you know, it, it sort of tightens you up. But the biggest thing Tiger has to do, he has to focus on what Tiger Woods does best, and that is just take it one shot at a time and realize that he really took, you know, a play, you know, a play uh, section out of Jack Nicholas's book, and he has rewritten that book greatly. So he has to go back to his basic mental fundamentals and play one shot at a time and play Tiger Woods until he's done. If he does that, I think he'll win his 15th major. Thank you. That was really good. And this is a, a golf course that the conditions could require a tremendous amount of month, mental focus, uh, particularly as uh, they bring it home the last few holes. And this is what we've seen uh, the last you know month. It's been so challenging. What do you think it's going to take, Dr. Bob, in our last minute? Well, well I'll tell you what it's going to take. It's going to take a great player who's a great shot maker who has unbelievable patience because Kiowa will win with the wind. I mean, I don't think there's any place in America that really has Scottish winds like Kiowa Island. And I think when you're coming down to that 17th hole, what's about 220 yards, where there's virtually just trouble everywhere, right? There's no bailout to the left. These are some holes that really tuss the test the mental and the metal of every player. And we can go back to uh, the Ryder Cup, War by the Shore, but whoever wins this week is a shot maker, he's patient, and he is a major champion. Well, Dr. Bob, as always, we appreciate your time. We know you're uh, about to give a big presentation up there in New England. Tell our listeners where they can go find out to come out and spend some time and get a little lesson from Dr. Bob. 
Well, thanks, you know, Holly. They can find me uh, at the David Ledbetter World Teaching Headquarters at Champions Gate, when they can actually contact me at my website at www.drbobwinters.com. That's D-R-B-O-B-W-I-N-T-E-R-S.com, and I'd love to hear from the listeners. And uh, great talking with you, Sean, Mike, and Holly, and it's always great to be on your program. You guys are the best. Thanks so much, Dr. Bob. We appreciate it. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN. More PGA Championship coming up next. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release at impact and increase your distance with the full-release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full-release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The full release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Golfers, have you discovered Swing Wing? It's the 6-in-1 inflatable power swing trainer. The Swing Wing power trainer will make you hit it longer and stronger. Swing Wing's patented design provides wind resistance training that will improve your tempo, increase your club head speed, and get you more distance. If you're tired of big and bulky training aids, the Swing Wing is the answer. It's simple and easy to use. Just inflate it, slide it onto your club, and swing away. Swing Wing is perfect for warming up before practice or play. We're just and swings, you're ready to smash it down the fairway. The Swing Wing 6-in-1 Trainer helps eliminate bad habits like scooping, flying elbow, and more. The Swing Wing will improve your arm position, swing plane, and full body turn. Hit it longer and stronger. Buy the Swing Wing now for just $29.99. The Swing Wing 6-in-1 Power Trainer is a no-brainer. Just $29.99. Get more distance and control. Order your Swing Wing today. Go to SwingWingGolf.com. SwingWingGolf.com. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play a pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. We're back, the Golf Insiders, wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk. 
PGA Championship Week, the fourth major of the year in the house, Holly G, along with Mike Jameson from the International Network of Golf and Sean Gorgon, teaching professional extraordinaire at the whole game of golf. And just want to uh, point out to our listeners that our fourth Monday after the majors is coming up. On August 13th at beautiful Shingle Creek Golf Club, uh, $69 is the entry fee. Includes golf, a sleeve of Titleist Pro V1s, on-course drinks, lunch, and a chance to win great prizes. Presented by City Kia and Yingling Brewery. Uh, to get details and sign up, go to ESPNFlorida.com. It's an 830 shotgun. It's a lot of fun. Come on out and uh, spend some time with us. And... Mike Jameson, you're somebody that gets to play a lot of golf around town. Uh, where you, where you been teeing it up lately? I have been teeing it up at Timaquan mainly, uh, where I live. And uh, they have uh, new management there, and the course is coming coming strong. It's a great golf course. We're talking about different sets of tees earlier with one of our other guests, and it has six sets of tees, so it's like a different golf course every day. Well, I think that's uh, how Keel was going to play, especially at uh, 7,600 yards. But we're going to go to our main man, our big dog golf insider from ESPN.com, back up to Kiowa Island and get the scoop from inside the press center with Bob Herrig. Hey, Bob. Hey, how's it going? Uh, going well. We're getting a little uh, little rain down here ourselves. I know we've been talking about the weather up there today. How, uh, how are things looking for the rest of the week? Yeah, we've had our share of bad weather and uh uh you know rain's in the forecast for every day at least uh at least in a percentage basis so we'll see um but it's nice right now and uh you know it's uh it would be nice if it stayed this way i'm not sure it's going to but uh obviously that can that has the potential to have a big effect on the tournament so depending on uh when we get bad weather or 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 not well, they've been talking, too, about some of the practice rounds being shortened and the fact that many of these players probably haven't even seen Kiowa, the ocean course, which, uh, as we've been talking about, has uh, these, you know, just it's a beautiful links designed by Pete Dye. Uh, some who are fans of Pete Dye and others uh, who call him uh, <laughs> diabolical Pete Dye. But how are the players feeling about the golf course? Well, I think uh, for the most part they've all been um – pretty complimentary certainly of its of the shape that it's in the, the condition especially with the weather i mean it's uh you know that's the thing you hear you know it's, it's perfect um and uh but we'll see how they like it if the wind blows or um depending on where they put some of the keys it's uh all that is i think a bit of a mystery as to how long it's going to play and um so uh you know, as you mentioned, and not everybody's a fan of Pete Dye, and uh, you know, this is a course that has, that has some controversial parts to it. But you know, I, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be, provide an interesting test. It's gonna be fun to watch these guys, and you know, I think it'd be far better if it were if, if we had some elements, not so much the rain, but you know, if the wind blew a little bit, if uh, you know, if we if we did have some some. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, some, it's going to be warm. That's not going to be an issue. But uh, you know, if, if they got challenged by by having to think a little bit, which is sort of uh, sort of what we're up for, if the wind blows. Hey, Bob, it's Mike Jamison. Um, the the last four or five holes on the golf course get all the attention and the glory. But I tell you, the front nine on that golf course could play a major role in deciding who wins this tournament. Couldn't it not? 
Yeah, I mean, I think on the front nine you have a chance, you know, a chance uh, to, to maybe get off to a decent start. Um, you know, it's not nearly as severe. Um, you know, the other thing, too, is we forget is these guys go off both keys the first few days. And, uh, you know, that could impact things. You know, it's, um, you know, Tiger, for example, tees off at number 10 tomorrow morning. You know, that could be a big break if the wind comes up in, in the afternoon and he's not having to play that back nine uh, at that point. Uh, you know, obviously, conversely, he's playing uh, first hole on Friday and in the afternoon. And if it gets windy late, then he's not in such good shape. So, but I, I agree. I think there's, you know, it's, not that anything's easy per se, but I think there are some opportunities on the front side, and 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 uh, you know, kind of like a true link, like you know, an out back link uh, over in the UK, where you know the front side on a lot of those courses over there is typically the scoring holes, and then you fight for your life coming in. Yep, especially if the wind's blowing on uh, 14 through 18, it's going to be fun on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> those those those. Par threes on the back are—they look to be about as tough as it gets. You know, yeah. it's—they're—they're uh, they're 200-yard holes with with lots of trouble, and and you can see how maybe it's not going to be so easy to finish the off the tournament here, just like we've seen lately on tour. Well, we've had some, um, you know, interesting first-time winners even in the PGA Championship. Y.E. Yang, Keegan Bradley last year. Is there somebody floating under the radar, Bob? Which I say tongue-in-cheek because it seems like we go through a list of players every week and then we are talking about somebody else, uh, you know, on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, under the radar, I think there's a ton of them in this tournament just because there's so many in the field. Uh, until Ben Crane was due today, there's a top 103 players in the world. Uh, I mean, the Masters didn't even have 103 players in the tournament. So, I mean, that kind of, I think that tells you something right there. There's just, you know, there's uh, out of 156 players, there's, you know, really probably, I don't know, there's a, a, a lot that can win, certainly over 100. And that's, that's why I think you see some of these people pop up uh, that uh, you might not expect uh, because there's, you know, there's just so the odds are greater. Um, you know, like you mentioned, White and Yang a couple of years ago uh, when he beat Tiger. You know, I, I wouldn't call him a fluke by any means, but he was certainly not a guy. You know, he had just gotten through Q school the year before, so I mean, he was certainly not a guy that you're expecting to come out and win a major. Um, you know, I picked Kyle Stanley as a sleeper this week. I mean, he's there's a guy who. Won a tournament earlier this year, sort of like Keegan Bradley did last year. And then we've not heard a lot from him. You know, Keegan Bradley missed 10 cuts last year. You know, he won a major championship. He won the Byron Nelson, but he also missed 10 cuts. He was hardly consistent. Uh, you know, and Kyle Stanley's kind of the same guy. You know, he had a bad tournament, Troy Pines, where he blew a big lead. Then he comes back and wins the next week. Hasn't had a great summer. But, hey, you know, this is – I think that's – this what this tournament often sets up is that kind of a player that we're not thinking about or talking about. Well, it's a links design as well. Do you think that uh, favors perhaps um, a, a Euro to to break through and win win the PGA? Uh, you know, I I don't. That doesn't mean that that one won't, but I don't think it favors that type of player because I don't think it really plays that way. Um, it's not going to be hard and firm and fast. You can't run the ball. 
really. You still have to fly the ball to the green uh, like you do in American golf. Um, it looks like a link, and it might play like a link a little bit around the green uh, with some of the runoff areas. But the shots into the green, you can't land them short and have them roll on. You can't, you can't play bump and run shots. Uh, the, the type of grass that they have here is sticky, um, meant to be tolerant to salt water and, and heat, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's, much, it's much slower uh, than, um, well, the, the surface won't be slow, but it's slower than they might play on the PGA Tour uh, when it comes to bent grass or Bermuda, and it's by design. It's because if it gets really windy, the ball needs to stay on the green. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily think the Europeans that are at a disadvantage, but I don't think it helps them that much. You know, it's certainly an interesting year, as we've talked about week to week, uh, with with the parity out there, with so many new new first-time winners. Uh, and then you look at Tiger, who there's, you know, still question marks around, even though he's won three times and, uh, you know, is potentially up for player of the year. Uh, it really says something about where the tour is right now. There's no doubt that Tiger is sort of, you know, it's in this, he's in this weird Spot, like you said, he has won three times. He's uh, leading the FedEx Cup points, leading the money list. He's got one of the best scoring averages. He could go to number one in the world again if he wins this week. He's number one for sure. Uh, but yet, there seems to always be these doubts, you know. And uh, I just think that's part of it. It's harder to win. The fields are deeper. He's not the lock because due to several factors. One, his game isn't where it was even though it's very good, not where it was. And there's so many other players that can jump up and win. You know, I mean, when these guys can kind of come out of nowhere and play really well, uh, and and Tiger faced that at his his best. You know, Rich Bean, Whitey Yang, uh, uh, Michael Campbell at the 2005 U.S. Open, none of those guys have done much since those major victories, and Tiger finished second to those players. It just goes to show, you know, that any given week, uh, some guy could have his dream week. And, you know, Tiger played very, very well in those tournaments, but somebody else was, was one better. Well, we've just got a minute to go, Bob, so it's that time where I'm going to put you on the spot and say, who's your pick, my man? You know, I'm picking Jim Furyk. Kind of Whoa! Sparked. Excellent pick. Very good. Thank you. The way he, the yes. way he fell last week, think about that. He played great. He sure did. The entire tournament, he had one bad hole at the worst time. He made that double bogey on Friday and ended up losing the tournament by one. We wouldn't have even, we wouldn't even be thinking about it. Well, he, he's going to come out grinding like uh, like uh, he's going to need five dentists, I think. So six we'll, hour energy, baby. Six, <laughs> hour energy. six and seven hour energy. We appreciate it, Bob. We know you got to go back to work. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Great. Have a have a good have a good week, guys. All Take right. Care. Thanks so much, Mike Jameson. Who's your pick? Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Big Ooh. hitting, high hit, high hitting ball. Sean I like Gargone. Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. Um, you know what? I've Holly? been I've been watching this guy for a little while. Yeah. I'm going for Bo Van Pelt. <laughs> Bo Van Pelt. That's, that that's that's my big one. Um, out of uh, under the radar, off the map, and uh, let's see. Um, how about your your dark horse, Sean Gargan? 
A dark horse? I'm going to go with Robert Garrigus using a 22-inch putter next week there, or this week, Holly. Francisco Molinari, and I don't know why. All right. Well, thanks to all our golf insiders tonight, Bob, Herrig, Todd, Lewis, Jeff, Shane, Dr. Bob, Winters, and to all our fans Pay attention to the PGA Championship this week and all the great club professionals that teach all those lessons and make us great players all around the country. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.